What's up, everybody? Before we get into the episode, I just want to tell you fast kind about our sponsors here at the podcast. First, we got the Grow Guru Hawaii. If you've ever wanted to grow your own medical cannabis, hit up my boy Kale at the Grow Guru on Instagram, and he can set you up and take care of you and teach you all you need to know. And you can stop fucking around with overpriced dispensaries or shady black market deals and start growing your own medicine and you know hawaii is probably going to be rec legal soon so you might as well grow your own recreation but thanks Kale, for sponsoring the podcast <laughs> fucking next we got pakalolo seed of molokai uh check out my boy bong of pakalolo seed on instagram or pakalolo seed on instagram you can also find their seeds on the attitudeseedbank.com and puresativa.com so once you've gotten all your knowledge and shit from Kalei, you can go hit up Bong and put the two together and make a happy third, which would be you smoking your own medicine. Lovely. Next, we got Retro Designs from Hawaii. My boy Jerry has got you covered in the throwback clothes department. You know, if you're into fucking 90s and 80s styles of local Hawaii clothes, Make sure you hit up my boy Jerry at Retro Hawaii on Instagram. He's also the owner of Campania Lures, so check out his website and look for the Retro Hawaii section. And last and definitely not least, we got Audible.com. If you go to audibletrial.com backslash voices from the planet, you can get yourself a free 30-day trial of Audible.com. They got a ton of fucking Audible books. Audible? Audiobooks. Right. And... With your 30-day trial, you get one free audiobook download that you get to keep, even if you don't keep the subscription. So once again, that is audibletrial.com black, black slash, backslash voices from the planet. All right, that's it. Short and sweet. Let's get into this episode. Love you guys. Peace. Everybody, welcome back to another episode of Voices from the Planet. I am your host, Eric. Thank you again for joining me. Hope you guys had a great week since I last talked to you or since you last listened to me. I don't know if you consider this me talking to you, talking at you maybe. But this podcast... <clears throat> but I totally fucking forgot to mention that... Back on September 5th of 2021, I made a six-year anniversary of doing this podcast and um, still haven't really grown since fucking 2015 when this podcast started. 
but yeah, I feel like I should fucking mention that. <coughs> mention should have mentioned that it kind of went, came and went without me acknowledging or even fucking like realizing it to be honest. But I don't know. I just been so focused this year on coming up with killer content for you guys, and uh, hope you guys have appreciated the podcasts as much as I appreciate you beautiful people but it's fucking late I'm starting late tonight recording this um we're looking at 10 15 p.m Hawaii standard time right now fucking why is it so late why is it so late we left work early today we left work early because my wife and I needed to go get our covid tests our weekly covid tests to fall into the guidelines of the hawaii state fuckery system but um no so we actually left work early got our tests early fucking picked up the kids early got home relatively early that i had time to go to the pet store because one of our um, filters, our aquarium filters, gave out the other day. And so we needed to get a replacement. And I figured two fur, might as well go grocery shopping. Safeway's right there. So I'd pick up some snacks for the kiddos for this week, for school, and for whatever. And um, so I went to the pet store. And that ended up just because I was there and fuck, I, I do. I really like fucking fish. Um, I fucking picked up five new neon tetras to add to our our menagerie of aquatic life, which is our aquarium. But so then I went to Safeway and I get a call from my wife asking... What did she ask? It wasn't, she didn't sound like it was an emergency, but they were trying to fix my mother-in-law's toilet. Something about a new hose or whatever. So they're trying to fix it, but they couldn't get, oh no, they needed to fix the flapper and the down stem and all that shit. Um, so they were trying to do it while I was gone. And um, so they get the call that they can't like detach the down stem piece or whatever the fuck that thing is called with the bobber i don't know i ain't no fucking plumber i just lay the pipe like a pro oh shit i'm just kidding but fucking so i feel like there's like a sense of urgency right i don't know it's not they're not like freaking out water's not like going everywhere or shit's not all over the floor or anything like that but having a toilet out of commission can just put a cramp in your style overall so I kind of wrap up the grocery shopping a little quicker. By the way, I didn't really notice that the shelves were empty here in Hawaii. So uh, don't freak out just yet. Um, I know you're maybe seeing images from the mainland of empty shelves. I saw this one. It said it was Ohio, but I don't know what the fuck. But it was like a curtain with groceries printed on it over the empty shelves. But I figured they probably do that. There's got to be a reason why a grocery store would do some shit like that. 
Not that they're trying to pretend there's food, right? Because who the fuck are they fooling? But, so I come home, and I decide to jump in on this fucking toilet fixing up whatever repair shenanigans that they got going on. So I get in. They got all the new shit, right? But fucking that one piece, she just it was too tight. They couldn't get it off. It's made of that plastic, which is supposed to be able to screw on and off by hand. But apparently they were using a wrench and it cracked. So it was just hard, harder than they expected. And they weren't able to get it off. So daddy comes home with a strong hand. And I'm able to get it off. I remove all the guts from the tank of the toilet and replace it with the new one. And then, um, so my mother-in-law had got a bidet a while ago. And let me tell you, if you aren't living in 2021 with the rest of us and own yourself a personal bidet, what are you doing with your life? Seriously, get a fucking bidet, yo. I ain't gonna lie. A bidet, and then we recently fucking got a squatty potty. So my shits are fucking easy peasy and fucking I get to clean my asshole off with a nice stream of water. Um, So I was like, do you want me to just hook up this bidet right now while I'm doing this? And um, so they had like all the extra pipage and the like T-joint to be able to run the bidet through the thing with the thing and the fucking connections to the wall and the toilet. And um, so I'm starting get it, getting everything together. I got fucking plumber's tape. I got a wrench. I'm setting these things up. And then I realized like our, our water from the wall where the water comes out of with that little fucking valve that connected to the toilet previously was just like a straight shot copper pipe. And now with this T-bar thingy, it was too fucking long. So my genius ass was like, I'm just going to fucking bend this thing and like make it like an S and have it come back. That didn't go as well as planned. Apparently, I do not bend the pipe as well as I lay it. But so I'm like bending. I'm trying to like bend it nicely and then, you know, try to so it doesn't like fold and crease. But I don't know my own strength, man. I'm fucking... Hercules up in this bitch and I end up like folding it 90 degrees I'm like oh shit so I like fold it back and all this like moving and bending and getting it to fit I finally get it to where it will reach from where the water comes out of the wall to the T-joint whatever I don't know what those let me see I'm not a plumber obviously and um where it connects to the tank and then the bidet line will run to there. And um, I'm realizing like this plastic downstem for this toilet guts. I'm not able to get this fucking tea spring, tea joint thing on it quite nicely. You know what I mean? That keeps going on crooked or like just, you know how when you try to screw something on and it's at a tiny offset angle. So it still allows you to screw it, but... It's not pleasurable. <laughs> no, but it's like it's going on, but it's not like right in the threads. So there's still like gaps and water leaking out and all this shit. Every time I try to turn it back on, like the gaskets are in there, but they're just not fucking making good contact. 
So then I decide, like, and it's already fucking, like, 7.30, you know what I mean, at this point. I'm like, fuck, all right, well, I'm, like, getting frustrated because I'm keeping, I keep having to take this thing off and put it back on and take it off and put it back on because I'm trying to figure out if it's working or not. Did I do it right this time? And after third, I'm like, fuck this. I'm like, I'm frustrated. So I go take a break and I'm like, I'm just going to leave it. Like, I'm sorry, you're going to have to wait. But then I start feeling guilty. Like, who the fuck starts like a job like this that's going to put someone's toilet or bathroom out of commission and then just leave it undone? You know what I mean? This is not like a two-day job. This is an hour supposed to be. These toilet guts changing fucking missions should not take this long. And it's taking way longer than it should already. I'm getting irritated. It's I'm sweating. I don't like to sweat. I don't like extraneous work. I'm not a plumber, like I said already. So I'm like, fuck this. But yeah, so I feel guilty. And I'm like, I'm not going to leave it. I still haven't even gotten dinner for the kids yet. Keep that in mind. I'm like, fuck it. I'm going to run over to the home deeps and fucking go grab a line. Because we had an extra line, but it's was it was a fucking half inch whatever and we needed like a quarter inch or some bullshit because nothing in our house is just built fucking normal we live in one of these houses where they intentionally made everything like the wrong size or the off fucking the one-off male to female instead of female to male this one connection and it's just impossible to fucking just be like oh i'm just gonna get this one and be right you know so fucking, I run to Home Depot, I pick up the extra line, I shoot it back home while I stop by and get dinner on the way home. I pick up some fast food, and I come home, and the kids and the wife are all taking a shower, or she's baiting the kids upstairs. So I figure, fuck it, I'm going to just finish the job now before dinner. And mind you now, it's like 8-something. It's like 8.20, almost 8.30. So I get back in the bathroom and I'm still trying to figure out this alignment of this fucking T-joint thing to the toilet. <laughs> but one fucking good thing is that with this new bendable line, not this straight shot fucking copper bullshit. Like I'm able to connect it to the fucking line from the wall to the T-joint easy peasy to the fucking but there. And now I'm just struggling to get this fucking crooked ass. T joint onto this fucking down stem down tube whatever of this toilet and it keeps going on crooked and every time I try to test it like to see if it's good enough water leaks out I'm like what the fuck is going on so my assumption is that because of the crooked nature of the screwing it wasn't able to like get tight enough to actually create a good seal with the gasket and then it dawned on me that I have that other fucking line. So what I did was I cannibalized the gasket from the other line. And now I have two fucking gaskets where it connects. And that should make the, you know, the depth I'd need to tighten up to a little less because now I got double rubbers. Just like when, yeah. <laughs> but fucking. So I get it back on i'm still i'm trying to align it so it's not crooked right i don't want it to be crooked i'd rather be fucking on there good and secure like it's supposed to but just to be safe 
I load that motherfucker up with plumber's tape and go to town and screw that motherfucker on. And lo and behold, I get it to fucking work. And my mother-in-law has a working toilet and now a working bidet. Hooray. Fucking daddy saved the day again. Son-in-law. Like, I am not fucking, like, home, what's the word? Manly? <laughs> like, industrious or craftsman-y or fucking hands-on-y. Like, I'm none of that shit. I'm a watch TV guy and fold laundry and do dishes. I make a better fucking housewife than a fucking alpha male. That's for sure. But getting back to these fucking bidets. So let me sell you guys on a bidet, yo. This is what did it for me. Here's the question. You might be thinking to yourself. Ah, so gay. I'm going to have water shooting on my butthole. Hey, let me tell you something right now, you fucker. It's only gay if you like it. And I fucking love it. But you're only worried about it being gay is because you secretly worried about yourself being gay. But here's the deal. If you got shit, human shit, let's just say you got it right in the middle of your forehead, right in front of your third eye, or f for you Catholics out there, let's just say you were given the sign of the cross on like Ash Wednesday, right in the middle of your forehead, but with poop, human poop. Would you take a piece of dry toilet paper and wipe that shit off? I think not, my friends. You would scrub the fuck out of that. But here's the deal. It is very inconvenient to have to scrub your asshole every time you take a shit. The next best thing is squirting it down with a super soaker right on your brown eye, cleaning off all the shit particles, and then all you gotta do is wipe it dry. It's fucking amazing. Like, the closest thing that I could compare it to would be, like, when you take a shit and you wipe and there's nothing and you know, like, you're done. You don't have to wipe anymore. In my house, we call it a fucking lucky poop. But they're rare. And when they happen, you should feel blessed. So why not get that sense of satisfaction and goodness every time you take a shit? By spraying your asshole with some water after. Clean that shit up. You know how many people are walking around with dirty ass fucking buttholes? And my butthole is fucking spick and span. I fucking love it. A bidet. I mean, we've had ours for... Well, this is like the second one we've had. We had another one. And then we got this newer one. It's not like an upgrade or anything. It's just newer because the other one... I forget what happened. I don't know, I forget. Ah, that one was fucking like plug in. It had all this shit. And it was a little too high tech for us. So actually, we downgraded. But satisfied bidet customer 100% all fucking day. Water up your butthole. Fucking. And then we recently got the Squatty Potty. I mean, if you listen to conservative radio, you know about the Squatty Potty. If you are more of the liberal persuasion maybe you don't know what a squatty potty is but it's basically this thing that you put at the f the base of your toilet where you know your feet would go where you take a shit and it raises your feet about like a foot and a half off the ground 
So that way your knees are up. Because according to the makers of the squatty potty, just changing that angle of your your hips or your legs to fucking torso angle, just that little bit from slightly downward to raised up, little little less than 90 degrees from your hips, but just that little bit of fucking adjustment like unfolds or does something to your colon that makes your shit just fall out of you. And testimonial, they're not a sponsor of the podcast, but it fucking works. If you're somebody who, I mean, unless it's like a dietary thing that you're constipated, but, you know, if if you just sometimes have a hard time pushing your shit out, you may want to try a squatty potty. Or if you're not sure, maybe get two trash cans, put them on either side of it and prop your feet up just to sample, you know what I mean? But I swear to God, get a squatty potty, let that shit fall out. You You know all of it's out, and then you clean your butthole with a bidet. And, I mean, there's no better way to start your fucking morning, right? All right, after all that shit talking. So, yeah, like I was saying, I went to the fucking pet store and got five new neon tetras to add to our aquarium. And for some reason, we cannot find two of them now. It's been a few hours since they were let out into the community that we have here. I mean, I got a couple angelfish. I got this one fucking red tail sh- bala shark, I think, or something. That motherfucker is aggressive. I wouldn't be surprised if that asshole ate that guy, ate two of these neon tetras. But we're only seeing three of them, and I, I, we've had them literally for like three hours. And I don't know what the fuck happened. I was checking the filter, make sure they never get sucked up because they're they're small, you know, little babies. And that's why I think maybe the fucking shark ate them. Maybe we have fucking this, it's a, called a panda molly. It's like when you tripping at a rave in Shanghai. Oh, that's not China. Ooh. Whatever. Oh, no, it is, right? Yeah, it is. Anyway, so fucking panda molly, I noticed later when I was watching, I'm just trying to watch my fish, right? I'm trying to spock out these fucking other missing two neon tetras and i noticed this molly is like stalking one of them i'm like what the fuck did he eat them there's like so many suspects in this tank right now that could have fucking ate my two brand new betas i or neon tetras i don't think they're hiding in like the plants and shit because i kind of went in and moved them around to see but i'm just not seeing them i didn't see them on the floor it's not like they jumped out we got a cover i have no I just am, like, dumbfounded right now as to where the fuck these two fish could be. I don't know. And um, the reason why we have a fish tank is because, you know, they're easy pets to take care of. For kids, uh, parents, if you get, like, a like an actual tank, not just, like, a fish bowl, just know you're in for some water changes and dirty fish poop water. But you can save the water and use it on your plants. The more you know, the more you grow. And fucking... But I grew up always having... Well, not always, but as long as I can remember, we always had fish at our house. My dad had like this 75 gallon... It could have been more. But I want to say like at least 75 gallon tank. And at one point he had an arowana. And a bunch of like just, you know, tank fish. The arowana was solo. And then that died. I think his name was Action Jackson. 
But um, then he just got, you know, random fish, random aquarium fish. And then we had these goldfish. I want to say four, but maybe it was only three. But these were like some fat-ass goldfish, like the size of your fist. And they were enjoying that fucking 75-gallon tank. And goldfish are dirty as fuck. So my dad would constantly be siphoning out and cleaning out the rocks and changing the water and doing all this shit and changing filters. And then I had a tiger Oscar, which I got from like a little baby fish and grew to this fucking monster in like a 10-gallon tank. No frills, no nothing, just a fucking Oscar and his tank. And I would feed that guy geckos, little geckos, fucking cockroaches, any bugs I found, comets. We had these fucking friends of ours that worked at a pet store at Pearl Ridge and like they would hook us up with feeder fish so I'd feed my fish fucking live fish and he was a fucking animal and then one one time I don't even know like we I don't know how many years or how long I had had the fish maybe even less than a year because this is the first time we went on a trip and it was an issue where we had to figure out what we're going to do about feeding but we only had one automatic feeder so my dad was like just throw the oscar in with the goldfish because he was pretty confident that the goldfish were big enough that the oscar wouldn't eat them you know they'd all get along or whatever the fuck and um so it was bet whatever that's cool if you're cool with it i'm cool with it So we go on our vacation, and then when I come home, I actually fly home before my parents. So this is like, this must have been after high school. Maybe I was still in high school. I don't know. But anyway, I was at a point in my life, my parents, un, for some reason, trusted me to fly home and be at home alone. And they flew back later. <coughs> but when I fucking got home... I look at the fish tank and only my fucking Oscars in there and not a sign, not a fucking scale of one of these goldfishes left. I don't see anything and I'm tripping out. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, I guess you're living in this tank now, dude. So fucking, yeah, he was now the alpha of that tank. He was the only one in that tank. There's not like we could put anybody else in there with him. So he had that tank, and I do not remember what even happened to that fish, After they come to think of it. Maybe when we moved to Waikiki, fucking gave him away. I must have given him to somebody. What do you do with a fish? I mean, I can't even remember. But, so yeah, so now we got the new fish, two missing in action already. Just fucking unthinkable. I can't understand why the fuck or where the fuck those two guys went maybe they were magicians and opened up a wormhole or something and dipped out but anyway speaking of missing fish we had a fucking scare the other day it was what day was it it was 
last week Thursday, I remember because we were recording a podcast. With Pono and Stroobs of the Roughneck Posse. For everyone knows you're high. And we get home after work on Thursday. And as we're pulling up to our neighborhood, you know, there's our street and our 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 community, our gentrification, gentrified Evo by Gentry homes. And um drive past one street that's like parallel with ours. We notice there's like a bunch of cops out in front of a house. So we don't really think anything of it. And then we see a few of the neighbor kid, neighborhood kids out running around. And again, you still, you don't think anything of it because they're always out playing, right? But they run up to the car and tell us this one kid is missing. And me being, I mean, I've heard these kids come up with some crazy shit. So at first I'm a little skeptical. Like, what do you mean he's fucking missing? Like, we're like and there was dead serious like everybody so we we go a little further we're like right around the corner from our driveway so we pull a little more forward and we go park and then we see our street and everybody is out on the street and this kid he lives a few houses down and across the street from us so we know him well my kids play with them play with him all the time so we're kind of freaking out too. It's like, what the fuck? So we're kind of getting caught up on the story from the kids, which is not a good source of information sometimes, especially in a time of crisis when you actually need accurate information. And so we're talking to a few neighbors, but like there's like a general sense of fucking panic. Actually, I lie. I fucking lie, you guys. I'm sorry. I misremembered this shit. It was just me and my boy Hito last week because it was fall break. So it was us who came home on Thursday. My wife was home looking with the kids. And so after I saw that first group of kids and I'm pulling around to our house, that's when my wife pulls up on one of our bikes, bicycles, and fucking really fills me in on what's going on. They've been looking for, you know, how long. And it was this long before they realized he wasn't around and you know, they've been running around calling. The cops are over there looking and nobody knows. It's starting to get dark. You know what I'm saying? It's like 7, 6, 37 o'clock maybe. You know what I mean? And it's fucking scary, right? Because it's like you hear all this shit happening right now, especially with missing kids. Like it just so happens like that day I fucking on Instagram like hungry hungry hawaiian or like these local fucking i don't know what you'd call them meme pages but they post new shit too i don't know it's just like hawaii pages right but then they also fucking repost shit from mainland pages without credit so who knows but i saw like three or four missing teenager fucking posts and it's like what the fuck and they come home to this and it's like holy shit and then so I'm like, okay, I'm thinking we got to cancel the podcast because, you know, I need to get, like, with the fucking search party and we're going to fucking need to be, like, really looking, like, knocking on everybody's door. And, like, maybe, like, 10, 15 minutes after I had gotten home, like, still trying to piece together the story from everybody and, like, figure out what's happening. I mean, I know what's happening, but to figure out... Like, what 
our family is going to do as far as next steps to help out that family. As far as if we need to fucking go looking. He comes like running from the other side of the, the other end of the street, like down the street and runs like straight into his yard, through his gate into his yard. And his mom is following him, you know, a little bit behind. And so it's like, hey, he's home. They're home. And like the dad comes around from the other way, but he was driving his truck. So he pulls up and they're like in their house. You can hear him like crying from like the backyard or wherever the fuck. But I mean, I got to imagine coming out. So he was over at some other house. He was in their house, but had not had told his parents. Here's the crazy thing. This kid is five years old. Okay. We'll get into more of this about like the age and appropriateness and all that shit later. But anyways, so... You know, family's home, mom and dad are home, kid is home. And then, so we're kind of still just lingering outside. A lot of the neighbors are just hanging out, talking story. And then fucking these two other, this couple comes up. And I I kind of overhear them say to one of the cops, like, oh, yeah, he was over at our house. Here's the thing. I didn't recognize these two fucking people. I don't know them. They're not. Maybe they are, but I've never seen them before on our street. Granted, they could live, you know street around you know the next street over which is still inside where we live our neighborhood and the kids are allowed to go around the little block with permission but so i don't we don't know where these people live and then i was thinking like where the fuck is your kid at you like i hope to god he wasn't in some random adult's house without some reason like you have your own kid that he was playing with you know what i'm saying like that's weird so there's a lot of questions that I still have that aren't answered, and I don't know if I ever will, but I don't really want to fucking hash it out with his parents, and I don't know, man. But that was, that's was that got to be fucking scary as shit, man. Like, so five years old, being allowed to play outside by themselves, I don't know how you guys feel about that. I, I have a son who's four years old. We don't We don't let him play outside by himself. However... We do let him play outside with the five-year-old. And there's other kids, you know, but one of the things that makes me feel a little more confident up until this recent incident is that dad of this kid, usually, like, they have an upstairs balcony where they can see down to the street. He's usually up in that room. So he kind of is in earshot of them and can see them. But I don't know what happened this time. Distracted whatever but my kids fucking know or at least they better know that they're not allowed to go into anybody's house without our permission and i know some parents don't allow their kids to go in any of anybody's house you know what i mean but i our kids have friends who live on this street and if their parents who we know you know say it's okay for them to come in and play then they can come in and play we've had other kids on the block come in our house and play and like i'm thankful that their parents are trustworthy because that helps kids be kids but we can't do it now because our dogs will chew their faces off but like what age is it appropriate for just let your kid go like yeah you can go see if your friends can go play because technically they're outside by themselves until they rally the troops right and my seven-year-old we let him go outside and ring on doorbells and call his friends to see if they can play and shit i mean that's what the fuck we did right 
I mean, I had a bunch of friends on my street, so that was okay. But I had friends not on my street that were blocks away. But I was older. I don't think I was going, like, blocks away when I was fucking second grade. But, I mean, you got to... I don't know about you guys, but I like to think that on our block and our neighbors and the parents of each of these neighbors, that we all will look out for all of these kids on this block as if they're our, our own. As much as I hate most of them and they're irritating as fuck, I would never let anything bad happen to any of them because they're, they are our neighborhood kids, you know what I mean? That's our neighbor's kids and our fucking friend's kids, so... We need to look out for them as much as I hope they would look out for our kids. And if a kid comes over to our house and is asking about something, it's always, where do your parents know you're here? Like, do you, you know, because I would hate for them to be looking for you and fucking find out you're over here without their permission. Not only are your parents going to be pissed at you, they're probably going to be pissed at us. And I'm going to be pissed at you for not fucking getting permission proper you know so maybe i'm a little more free in that sense with my or more lenient i don't know i don't want to hover i don't want to keep the kids locked in the house man it's fucking bullshit the pandemic is bad enough that most kids are stuck at home if they're doing like distance learning and then they can't even go out and play like what is happening these kids need to socialize right so let's let them fucking get out there and get into the world and then there's, I don't know, okay, so I don't know if my listeners, where you're from, most of you from Hawaii probably, so you already know, but if you're not, you live in the mainland, there's this one specific case that's going on, this missing girl, I don't know her last name, but her first name's Ariel, and she's been missing for over a month, she was in care, in the care of a foster family, and you know how social media works, you know, Everybody is coming out of the woodworks with claims of abuse and mistreatment by these fucking foster parents and this this airing of all this fucking shit on social media, right? all this personal shit. But when it comes to the safety and well-being of a kid and you're doing fucked up shit, you can fucking burn in hell, you son of a bitch. And um, uh, you can fucking fight me on that, so... If you want to I, I have a feeling most of you out there would agree to that but so like in the beginning when she first went missing there was like searches every day and it's all you really saw on social media for a good while is where's ariel all these search parties all these posts you know all these questions that the public had about her whereabouts and all these theories of things because people know people and hawaii so small that everybody knows fucking somebody who knows somebody that says this about her and the mom and this and they know who they really are and blah 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 so all this speculation right and um you know after a few weeks they went once they caught off the search you know what i'm saying that shit kind of died down on social media not a lot of people posting it there were a few pages that were created specifically to continue the efforts to find this girl and um now we're seeing like posts so since it's been a month they had like a one month fucking like let's get back out there and search and unsuccessful again unfortunately but now we're seeing all these pictures like from before like when she was with her biological parents and whatever reason 
she's not with them and she's with his foster parents, whatever the fuck. But she looked a lot healthier in the pictures when she was with her biological parents, that's for sure. Like, they don't look too good. Like, I don't know what an abused kid or, you know, malnourished kid looks like. But if you look at the posts and shit where the two pictures side by side, you can definitely tell a difference. And, like, she's supposed to look older and healthy, you know what I mean? But she looks weak and fucking, like, I don't know, man. She doesn't fucking look good. I mean, it doesn't look good at all in this whole fucking case. Will we ever fucking know? Who the fuck knows? Are the cops in on it? Who the fuck knows, right? I don't know, man. There was a protest outside of one of the parents or maybe the biological parents' house or something, and the cops were harassing the protesters. But again, like, protesting, like, I don't know if that's the right terminology you you should be using to describe the people there. Um, But... Cops weren't happy. I'm sure the family wasn't happy. But there's a few people who are not going to let this fucking just get brushed aside. People aren't going to continue to look for her. They're going to continue to to fucking keep, keep the fucking hope up, I guess. It's kind of a weird fucking story. The story was that she fucking wandered off out of the house at like three in the morning it's it's it was really suspect to begin with but i don't know it's hard man it must be hard like say if your kid is missing and you're the parent and the fuck is that noise oh my fucking fan is blowing god damn that scared the shit out of me there's some banging on the wall, but it's my fan blowing this poster. Okay. But anyway, like, what if everyone was talking about you being the suspect and questioning you as if you had something something to do with it, but you know you didn't. You know what I mean? You li- literally didn't have anything to do with it. Your kid was taken, and the public and everybody just wants to fucking shit talk you and fucking call out all your shit. But you really had nothing to do with it. And it must feel like shit. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. That's tough. It's, But if you did do it, then fuck you. It should be tough on you. I don't know. It's so crazy. I don't know if it's social media and all this, just media in general. The access to information we have nowadays... I think that's got to be something to do with it because I don't know that the world's that much more crazier and dangerous than it was when we were kids. And we did fucking crazy shit. Like we were probably on the verge of getting abducted like every day and we didn't even know it. Crazy. Crazy. Fucking... In a bit of national news, I'm sure everybody, well, I don't know, if you're like me, you've probably seen it because you follow the same type of shit I do, that Joe Biden and Jill Biden, the president and first lady, were busted on video walking through a restaurant in Washington, D.C. with no masks on. These motherfuckers telling everybody to wear their masks and they get busted. 
You got busted, sir. How dare you make an ask people forcefully to enforce these fucking mask mandates and these fucking rules and these motherfuckers aren't even following it themselves themselves and i saw the response from the white house press secretary jill sackey or jane sackey or whatever the fuck janet nutsacky but fucking talking about how like you know let's just not not focus on the moment because you know everybody i'm sure all of us have you know not put our masks on as fast as we should and da 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 and blah 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 blah, but people are getting fucking kicked off planes and all this shit. So fuck you, all right, and fuck them. But goddamn it, I love free speech. Otherwise, I wouldn't be able to say that shit on this podcast. On everyone knows you're high. There's no fucking thing as free speech. I am. Not allowed to say the kinds of shit I will say on this podcast, on that podcast. But um, if you do like weed shit, you could definitely check out my other podcast with the Grow Guru, a.k.a. Kalei. And fucking, I know it's on YouTube, there's videos, so if you want to watch us smoking weed, you can fucking definitely do that. But, you know, if you want to check out the audio version so you can listen on the go, then... Feel free to check us out on Spotify and Anchor.fm, Google Podcasts. We're not on iTunes yet. I'm debating. I got to do a bunch of, like, legwork to fucking get us on there. But we'll see. But you can check those out and spread the word. And um, in a bit of local news to wrap up this fucking episode, um... For the second time in like two years, I feel like it was almost a year ago. It's like it was right around this fucking time, probably. I could probably look it up, but I'm not. Let's just go with that. It was a year ago to the day that the Waikiki surfboard rack in between was at the outrigger Moana and the fucking Waikiki police substation. There's a surfboard rack over there. And that motherfucker got set on fire by some dickhead and all those surfboards gone just fucking gone man and they got somebody but who the fuck knows if that's the real guy but here's the thing man like this is the second time okay so the first time same thing i think it was nighttime though this time broad fucking daylight okay and i'm sure you caught when i said in the beginning is next to the waikiki police substation right there on Kalakaua Avenue right down on the main strip bro. how's that tourist destination of the world surfers playground everybody from Waikiki and abroad who can store their boards down there I know the the rent for those fucking spaces or you know those little stands isn't fucking cheap I don't think um so you're paying this monthly fee to use and lock your board there and then your shit gets burnt what the fuck and what the fuck? There's a police station right next to there. How the fuck is this shit happening? And the cops are right there. Like, do the cops just like, fuck it, we don't fight fires. Caught a fucking HFD. Like, do they not even have fire extinguishers, bro? Did they not try? Or was it like that shit? Like, I mean, it's possible. It could have like went up and got engulfed so fast that by the time they were even aware of it, you know, it was beyond their capabilities and control but still man it's just like 
How the fuck does two times the surfboard wreck right next to the police station get arsoned and fucking burnt up? It's fucking crazy, man. We're living in crazy times, you guys. I'm sure there's a lot more crazy shit going on out there that I didn't get to talk about. Yeah, fuck. That's it, guys. Anything else I should talk about before I go? Was there anything else? Nope. All right. So before I actually do wrap up this episode, I want to remind you guys to check out the wonderful sponsors of this wonderful podcast. Our number one sponsor, fucking The Grow Guru A.K.A. Calais. I also do a podcast podcast with him called Everyone Knows You're High. But he will teach you everything you need to know to grow your own medicinal plants. And if you need any specific nutrients or whatever the fuck you need to grow your shit, you can hit him up and check him out at Oahu Garden Supply in beautiful Waipahu. Um... He runs that shop. That's his shop. So go check him out there. Tell him I sent you. And if you do go down, ask him for a sticker. I gave him a bunch of Voices from the Planet stickers. And um, he can give you one if he still got any. Because those things are fucking super popular. Everybody wants one. They are not for sale. They are strictly 100% for free. So if he tries to charge you, tell him, fuck you. Eric said they're free. And again, if you want to DM me. I will send you a free Voices from the Planet sticker. Our second sponsor, the good homie Bong and Pakalolo Seed Molokai. Be sure to check them out on the Attitude Seed Bank and PureSativa.com. They got a bunch of unique fucking strains that are bred and grown right here in beautiful Hawaii. On the beautiful island of Molokai. Next, we got Retro Hawaii. My boy, Jerry, has got you covered for all your throwback 80s Hawaii styles, t-shirts, fucking hats, bags, all kinds of shit. He's got a fucking nice collection of old throwback UH rainbow gear. So fucking hit him up for that if you're interested. Shout out to Jerry. Thank you again, brother. And last but not least, we got audible.com. They're audiobooks for your listening pleasure. So if you enter promo code Voices from the Planet, you get a free 30-day trial of audible.com. And you get to keep one free audiobook download even if you don't dis- even if you decide not to keep the subscription going um so that's it i know do i really have to tell you guys this again nah fuck it yeah my sponsors deserve two reads so they get the one in the beginning and you get the one here at the end and everybody's farkin happy all right thank you guys for listening i will check you guys out next week on another episode of voices from the planet I have been your humble host, Eric. I will see you all next time. Love you guys. 
Peace. Good.